Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Man, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. This episode is also brought to you by the W Brand Apparel Company, where the motto is, all wins, no losses. So go cop some fresh gear and support the movement by going to www.thewbrand.com. Now, I got two special guests in the studio today. Today, we're going to be on a little bit more of an intellectual tip, at least at the beginning. You know, I got the homie Philip Washington in here. He has uh, his new book out, Retirement Investment, Investing 101. And we also have Miss Chauncey Fam. Still want to call you by your mate. <laughs> you know, we grew up together, so it's like that's all I know, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. She's, I'm doing good. She's the real turn Dallas. To, to me, I honestly, I haven't seen anybody blow up that fast. And then Philip is out here just throwing all this information out. I got a couple of questions from, because, uh, you know, I have a group chat going. So I was like, hey, what are some questions you guys would want to know in reference to investing? Because I know I haven't really, like, dibbled and dabbled in investing like I used to. So it's like, even I still need help. So first of all, with this book, man, what made you want to write this book and get into doing this? Yeah, you know what, man? So a um, couple different things, uh, but I, 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 I wrote a goal down 10 years ago, 12 years ago. That I wanted to like write and speak. Yeah. So I just like put it on paper. And then I started writing this blog three years ago because I still wasn't ready to do it. And finally I was like, all right, I got enough content to create a book. Let me do it. But what also happened was people always ask me, hey, Philip, do you know a good investing book? Yeah. And most of the books out there are written for like geeks like me, right? M- most people are like, I don't really want to like geek out on it. I yeah. just want to know like what to do so Make I can move money. on with it. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, that book doesn't exist. Yeah. So so let me write it. You it's know, true. So I wrote it. And it's crazy because uh, when I posed the question to my group, I was like, hey, if you, got, if you guys had the opportunity to sit down with a financial advisor or someone who's, you know, somewhat of a guru or, you know, this is their profession, what questions would you ask them? And one of the main questions they were asking is, of course, what to invest in. Now, for me, knowing a little bit about it, I said that could change from month to month. That can change from week to week. So you can't just, you know, go in and ask a basic question like that because you may tell us today is gold funds. By next month, it could be overseas funds. So it's like I don't like doing stuff like that because it puts it could put the financial advisor in a bad light. It's like, oh, he fucked me. You know, so if you were talking to somebody right now today and these are questions for myself because I'm not rich. What I mean, what's the best way to invest for people who feel like they may not have a lot of money to invest? Because that's really the issue for a lot of people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I and I could definitely answer that. So here, here's what I have my clients do. I say think think about your financial life in three buckets. All right, you got like your cash bucket, which is down payment on the home, uh, emergency fund, stuff that you're gonna need money for in the next twelve to eighteen months, mm-hmm. and that's cash, right? Nothing fancy. 
then you got your long-term bucket, which I call like the boring bucket, right? It's, it's retirement legacy money. Don't touch it. Yeah. Like just put it away, leave it alone. Um, and that stuff is, is what I do for clients and it's diversified stock portfolio, um, spread out, um, nothing super fancy. And, and, and if all you did was put away 10 to 15 percent of your income into that bucket for the long term, you'll get real rich because yeah. you can compound at 10 percent a year. And I'll go into that. But something that's well diversified um, uh, global stock portfolio it doesn't matter like an individual stock, just spread it all out. Um, and then the third bucket, and this is more what people are wanting to know when they ask that question. They're like, how do I put my money in something that, that I'm going to make a lot of money in like yeah. in 465? Yeah. Right. And and that right there is individualistic because me, me and you were talking a little bit before. If if you were a client and you asked me that question, I'd be like, Anthony, man, the best thing you should invest in is, you know, audio equipment, like advertising for your podcast, yeah. like, you know, uh, building distribution, because there's like what you're building is going to make you like real rich. Well, and, I need and, to be getting on the ball then. Yeah. I mean, that's because you're going to like a financial advisor is not going to make you wealthy by 40 yeah and and it's, it's crazy that you're saying that because i've heard somebody else say there was like the best things to invest in are the things that you use mm-hmm. so if you use a lot of even if it's q-tips or tissue or you buy a lot of nikes or something like that it was like invest in the things that you actually purchase or you believe in because say for instance, you've been wearing nike since you was 10 clearly that's a good brand clearly it's going to be around for a while and then not to be funny watching the stock market to find these you know key times when the market is it's good to jump in you know, a lot of times, like the Bitcoin situation, everybody was like, hey, I should have got in on that two years ago. Who's talking about Bitcoin now? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be something different <laughs> next year. Exactly. And every people try to make you feel stupid about it. Now, this is the thing that I, I hate. Now, I'm not as financial savvy as I used to be, but talking to people who tell you Bitcoin is stupid or investing or like people who talk like they know what it's, you know, what, know what it's about by, you know, reading a little something or following the stock market a little bit. And it's like, it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So what kind of stocks or because I, I know a lot of people who will be listening, they're probably going to be looking at how do I get money fast? Yeah, like exist. in a two year, how did I get doesn't returned exist. in two years? Doesn't, doesn't exist in your business yeah. in your business and my exist. business or in the stock market. No. That's what I call suckers. It is suckers. <laughs> like there's just no such thing as free lunch. It and just I, doesn't and, exist. And I'm sure in the same business with you doing real estate, it could be the same thing because I know we were talking and you were telling me about one of the biggest struggles is people who want a house for money that they don't have that their their credit score can't even afford it yeah absolutely so what's the one thing that you tell them i mean i know a lot of people don't like it if you say well you have a 515 credit score you can't afford a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house with that credit score you're not going to get a low interest rate or whatever the case may be like somebody who may have a 750 or 800 credit score absolutely so i mean sacrifice um Everybody thinks that it's, it's this quick lick out there that you can hit and get rich. And if it was, then we would all be, we would doing, all be it. doing it. <laughs> like there is no. And, and I get that question in terms of building a business and yeah. how to build a business successfully and, and quickly. Like if it was a pill that you could take to do it, then we It'd would be all be doing it. You know, so it really is a matter of um, patience. And, and just going through the motions and doing what you probably should have done years ago that you yeah. slept on, um, you know, taking care of your credit. And, and I mean, it, it, it is a process. But I, I would say that a, a big issue is that people just aren't literate, which is partly why you wrote your book. Um, they don't understand the process of even getting their credit up and yeah. positive trade lines and utilization. And, and, and they don't get any of it. And, and oftentimes, especially in our community, yeah. 
um, the information is bad. And that's what I was going to say with Philip because one of the questions, uh, shout out to my guy Joby, he was like, ask him this, man. He's like, why does it seem like we don't learn about, like you said, financial literacy until later in life? Like, we're being taught everything in school. Like, why the fuck do I need to know about George Washington? All right, right. You can, you can Google that <laughs> I dude. I can Google that dude. <laughs> like, I need to know how to make bread. I need to know how to, you know, you, they teach you, like, the basic stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even when you're learning about, like, statistics, unless you're going to be in, like, a financial industry, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter to you. Yeah, you, and, and, you know, I, I think I think in every industry, everything is changing. So, for example, like we were talking before, I mean, I, I think what, you have a legitimate chance of becoming the next whatever big-time media empire i hope so well because 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 the whole shift the change between radio and yeah. tv what they it, say from your lips is. to god's ears yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so and so i think education is the same way education is like like i was good in school but i was i was wired for school you know what i mean yeah. like i just lucked up but i think school sucks for like preparing you for life oh, like yeah. real like making real money and Absolutely. making real yeah. i mean it I don't. I mean, it, it it makes no sense to me either. Yeah, and well, I'm trying to figure out how to learn more about it. I did a podcast with uh, you know Jason Huey when I was in Houston, mm-hmm. and one of the things we talked about because Chauncey grew up in the same area, we didn't even know. I know for me at least, I didn't know I could be an engineer or like I said, aerodynamics. I didn't know anything. Like we knew basic stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a charter school. We didn't have you know all these things and no. camps that we could go to. So for us, it was like we kind of started behind the curve, you know. And even th- looking at it now, I'm like, what could I do? To help my kid. If I had a kid, like, how could I let him know the things that I know? First of all, I would make sure he's a nerd. Damn football. (laughs) Damn the girls. Damn all of that. Get these books. Like, when my mom used to tell us that, like, we didn't even really understand how serious that was to know what we need to do. Let me get another question real quick. And and let me, while while you're looking at that, too, I want to give a real answer to that other question, though, that people can, like, like and take from the show. Here's what I would do. For sure, I would figure out Find 100, 200, 500 bucks a month. Look up a couple different companies. My disclaimer, I'm not giving advice for educational purposes, blah, 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 blah. But I would look up like a wealth front or a betterment and then go put some money in there. They can take it from your account monthly and they'll build the portfolio for you the way an advisor would. So I would do that. And then if you want some specific stocks that I like right now, um, I love Facebook and Amazon right now. They are booming. Apple's really good too. It's always booming. You know, and I and I think if you like were long term, yeah, and you didn't like you just bought it and left it alone for ten years, yeah, right. They're good, and I'm saying that because like I advertise on Facebook's platform, and I do too, and it's super che- like it's 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 effective and cheap, and the big companies aren't spending money on it yet. Is it any record of like? So say, for instance, like, and not to be funny, I mean, people hate Donald Trump, but he's a rich motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But how, is there any way to, like, look at other people's investing terms? Like, so say, for instance, for me, being a radio guy, like, I like Howard Stern. I've looked at Charlemagne the God. I've mm-hmm. studied some of these guys where it's like, I don't want to be like them, but what got to, you know, got them to that point? Yep. Is there any, like, thing that people can reference to for other rich people, like, Puff Daddy and them, like, what did they invest in? Is there like a website or something so, where people can go and look and find stuff like that? Yeah. Out? So if you go to if you go to Forbes Richest People, it'll tell you what percentage of their net worth net worth came from what part. Mm-hmm. But almost all of them have eighty. Like it's business, yeah. right? I mean, it's business. It's it's. I, I use Jay Z for example. People say, oh, you know, Jay Z is well diversified. No, most of these guys are a one trick pony. Yeah. Right. Like like Jay Z. Uh, was a hustler and can sell. He translated he translated that into music. Then he launched his music to say, "Hey CAA, and CAA is like the um, 
they do the eight. They're like an agent, sports yeah, agent. Yeah, I said, don't give me the line. He, he said, "Hey, hey, CA, <laughs> I basically can call into uh, any athlete's locker room, and they'll take my call. They won't take your call. That's true. They'll take my call. So here's the deal. They hated that. I shit get them in the office, and then y'all negotiate the deal, All right? So CA was like, "Cool, like we'll let you in because to get in, it's." Three organizations. Yeah, they're not letting nobody in. Yeah, and I so, remember hearing and about so all he does is he says, hey, here's my trick, and I'm going to play around my trick. That's yeah. what Warren Buffett does. Yeah. When people get in trouble is they say, I'm a doctor, and I'm going to go invest in real estate. You don't know shit about real estate. You don't know shit about real estate. Yeah, I mean, what, you're going to get killed. So I know for me, and I I, try, I'm, I didn't write a lot of notes because I, tr- I wanted to ask general questions like real people would ask if they come into investing. So I'm going to skip to Chauncey real quick because when it comes to – Two things I think people need to know is the definitely the financial market, which you're in, and same thing with you as well. So real estate, if somebody wants to buy a home, what would be the first things you would or some key points you would tell them to do or look at in reference to before buying a home? It's so many things. You that's got, such like, a loaded question. I, and that's why I was going to let me, let me try and break it down. So financially, you know, in reference to like a lot of people want to buy homes, like with, I would say save. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's simple well, the, to the say. The very first thing that you need to do is, is probably find a realtor. Hello, shameless plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> find a realtor. Hello. Um, but then besides that, that realtor can typically refer you to a lender. And yeah. so a, a lender or a mortgage company, a mortgage broker is going to be able to give you um, all of the steps that you need to get ready. And a lot of people hell, are ready or closer to being ready than what they actually think they are. Yeah. There are a lot of programs out there that you can actually purchase home. You don't need an obscene amount of money in the bank. You, you don't sold need. my mama shit so quick. Yeah. <laughs> My, I did. My mama asked me, she said, hey, Chauncey, ain't that your friend y'all went to school together? I said, yes, we did. She was like, I'm looking to sell my house. I said, mama, if you're not ready, do not, don't send her that information. <laughs> send her that information. It wasn't a month. She was like, can I come stay with you? I don't have no room. I sold your mom's house actually before it went on the market. She over there, <laughs> she over there scrambling now, putting shit in boxes. It was I was 24 like, hours. Yeah, and I told her, I said, I told you not to put that shit out there if you weren't ready. She was like, I thought I had at least to the. No, no, get them goddamn boxes and get the packing. And I she, told her that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sell your house really yeah. fast. So and now she found somewhere else to go, but I was like, yeah. Now, what is the keys to, and you just dropped the video, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you were talking about things like how easy it is for you to sell a home. You didn't say that, but that's how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. And it was simple things like being nice to people, like actually genuinely caring about what they're looking for, asking the right questions, not just being like, hey, okay, you want to sell a house and thinking yeah, money. Well, I mean, right now in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, here, here's the issue. Um, you asked that question, like, how can I make money fast? Everyone is looking at the real estate market right now in Dallas because it's hot as like a get rich quick scheme. Yeah. Mm. And they're they're jumping into real estate. We have so many people getting in the business that have absolutely no business being in sales, let alone real estate, yeah. because this is one of the most important transactions of someone's life. And oftentimes it's the largest transaction and the largest asset that that a person is going to have. And yeah. so um, it, it's so much that goes into it, you know, from professionalism to the caring part to um, having a little bit of charisma and, and honesty and integrity, because, I mean, it's, it's a lot of a lot of moving pieces yeah. um, in these transactions. And so, I mean... I just, I, I set myself apart and kind of stood out. And So what would you tell somebody who wanted to get into the real estate game of like just purchasing and flipping homes? Because I know, I mean, before you really jumped into real estate, you were pretty dope at doing that. It, that was all inadvertently. And that's what I was like, about to say. I know it wasn't something it was that you were doing. It was not on purpose. But like, I remember you talking to me several times. You was like, I've made a pretty good lump sum of money from yeah. doing that. And then it, it was inspired not on purpose. you. Yeah, yeah I know. And, 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 and I totally was inspired. So my husband and I decided instead of having a wedding, we just thought that was a total waste of money. Like, 
We're not wasting our money on that. Thank if we God. can get approved for a house, instead of spending what? a bunch. Wasn't doing it. that's one day. Say like, that's what I'm you saying. You gotta eat after that Hell one day. Yeah, I'm not borrowing eat. money from my mama. And we are doing it for the box. Yeah, we want, like, the, <laughs> up, we want a heightened box night. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not spending you yeah. know twenty thirty thousand dollars on this one day when I can use that toward building wealth. So yeah. instead of having a wedding, we built a house. And so when we built that house, we built in an area that grew very quickly. So you know, in less than twenty four months, we were able to sell that house and make a hefty profit. And then we turned around and then bought another house in a little bit further out area, did the same exact thing, less than two years, used that equity, turned around. And so we were able to just like keep buying up and buying up. And during those transactions, I figured out how much most realtors suck. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of them, I was doing all of the work in the transactions. I was like, why am I paying y'all to do this? And I'm talking to everybody. And, and, And so that's kind of how I got into it. And so um, in terms of people wanting to get into the business and, and flip right now, it really is a difficult market for that. You have all of these like traveling pitchmen that are like, Hey, come and yeah. listen to my seminar and give me $10,000 and I'll show you how to make money with if other you people's got moose money in your hair like, and it's slick to the side. I'm not listening. <laughs> like, to it's not, it's not that easy because here's the deal. This is a seller's market. And for you to make money investing and flipping, you have to hit a lick and like find somebody that's vulnerable enough to sell you their house yeah. for like 60 cents on the dollar. Mm. And right now they know people are flooding this market from California, from Colorado. Like why would they give you or let you buy their house at this discounted rate? Um, so it's, it's very hard to find good deals. Yeah. And so it's a, a, a it's a fallacy. It yeah. really is. Um, I mean, it's money to be made out there, but I mean, it's uh, firms out there yeah. that this is what they do. do. Yeah. They like seek out these properties and they are like shit on stank. Like, are you scared stank to- Stank on shit. I said that backwards. <laughs> I said are, you, that backwards. Are, are you scared to like, so you know with the real estate market, it's an up and down market, kind of like the investment market with Philip. Mm-hmm. How do you, for, you know, for people who want to get into the business of being a real estate agent, how do you plan for the downtimes? I mean, you have to have a lot of things going. So um, for me, I'm, I'm kind of, building more than just selling houses. Um, I do a lot of marketing and and I do so much marketing now so that people are asking me to help them market their businesses. So then, you know, marketing consulting becomes a spinoff of what I'm doing. Um, I just open my own brokerage. And so having other agents and teaching them to do what I'm doing and I'm not just out selling homes um, and I have kind of a passive income from that, that becomes another, you know, arm in, in the game. And so, I mean, it, and, and honestly, good realtors survive. Like, even when the markets are down, like, yeah. people are still buying and selling houses. If you're a hustler, you're a hustler. Yeah, like... Let, let, let me ask this question, if you don't mind. No, no, yeah. man, take take so, over. So, here's one of the things that I've been uh, talking to people about. And, and it works with my male clients, my women clients, not so much. You know, but but they'll say, like, I, I get, like, an example. I have a client who, she lives, you know, she lives in Uptown, mm-hmm. uh, has her business there. Like, it's great for business. Uh, cool spot, you know, no kids. And she's like, well, I want to buy a house, you know, and I qualify for, you know, whatever, 300, 400. I was like, you ain't going to buy nothing down here for that. I said, not not where you are. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, and I said, but why don't you think about this? Why don't you just go buy two or three properties somewhere where nobody wants to live where you can rent rent it out and then get a check mm-hmm. to, pay for, to pay for your rent here and you stay here because the, the, the deal is you just want to, you just want to not, waste your credit line right you yeah. can qualify for so much that that real estate will, will appreciate and so i started having the conversation because i'm like for where most of us want to live that's not going to be a great upside on the on the on the real estate because it's safe and it has great schools which means 10 15 years from now it's going to grow slower than 
the part of town that nobody wants to live on now, but yeah. they exactly. will 15 years from now. So I started telling people, I was like, you know, if it were up to me, like we would have done that. And I started advising people to just use your absolutely. credit line. On, I mean, is that something that you're seeing happening? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's happening all day long. And it's funny because I'm, I'm looking at the book while y'all conversing and you have a chapter um, where it's an investing myth number four, but you said real estate is a better investment than stocks. So I'm just kind of skimming through this. Are you saying real estate is better and a better investment than stocks or that's a myth? No, that, that that's that's what I'm told. So so I'll, I'll premise it with my core belief and it comes from a old Jewish proverb that have a third of your money in real estate, a third of your money in business, a third of your money in cash, right? So yeah. well diversified, own it all. I meet some real estate people who say, oh, real estate makes more money than stocks. You know, they're not making any more. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Yeah. You know I'm glad I mean? to hear you cuss. You made me feel very comfortable. Yeah, no, you but, but hey, hey, man, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm <laughs> no, trying, I'm trying to go with the environment. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, but, but, but I'm like, that doesn't make it, because like, you haven't done the math. Like, yeah. let, let's do the math of it, and then you'll see like stocks over the long term from a passive perspective. If you're passively investing in stocks, way better than real estate. Yeah. yeah. Real estate becomes super profitable if you're the operator and you're doing the deals, right? Sure. But that's a yeah. business, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not passively investing. So yeah. that's what that myth broke down. Is people say, oh, I can work 40 hours a week, do a five-hour course on the weekend, and then make 100000 a year doing real estate for 10 hours a year. No, that doesn't, no. Yeah. That doesn't no, exist. No, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Go so away. How, how do you make people feel comfortable, Philip, in, in what you do? Because, again, I'm, I'm, I didn't write a lot of questions down because I wanted to ask the questions that – people would probably ask. So say, for instance, if, if I go online and I see a guy talking about money, I'm like, what? what? We automatically think everything is a gimmick, first mm-hmm. of all. So I know I was looking at Instagram the other day and it was a guy and he was like, people told me I wouldn't pay off my car at this time. People told me I wouldn't buy a house this at this time. People told me I wouldn't do this and this and that, but I've done this. Now let me show you how. When I hear stuff like that, I'm like, bullshit, nigga. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's, yeah. so what is it about you or what do you feel like it is about you that people should take the time to listen to what you have to say and what you're selling or not selling, but what you're trying to, the information that you're trying to present to people is real information and possibly profitable if done the right way and have you have patience. Yeah. You know what, man, my, my deal on it is just like the first thing is just try to educate yourself, right? Yeah. If, if my message doesn't resonate, then find one that does. Now my message is super boring. Right. <laughs> like, um, but, but, but here's the deal. And it, and it's, and because I could sell with the sizzle, yeah. like I've, I lose so many clients on the front end on purpose because I'm like, the way you get rich is boring. Like it's boring Absolutely. to get rich. It's boring. It's not, if, if, if what you're investing in is giving you a thrill, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it's kind of like, like people going to look, people going to look at Anthony five years from now and be like, or even now they're like, man, Anthony taking pictures with Slim Thug. And he's doing this, yeah. you know. And that was like um, two but, seconds. You know, but 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 ninety nine percent of the time, like Anthony's hustling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't. They don't. And so they same. Think, yeah. So yeah. saying you. So yeah, you'll invest and you'll have a million bucks, and they'll be like, "Damn, man, you had a million bucks." Yeah, but I built it over ten years. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, and the people was asking me that too because it's like, "Oh, you know, Slim," and I was like, "I came down yeah. here for, uh, I came down here for support." You know, Alex knows him through, you know, his father and everything. So I did get to like the picture was two seconds, but I did get to actually, you know, talk to him and and interact with him. And that's the only reason I went along with everything else that I'm trying to learn for myself. But like I was telling somebody, I was like the last I would say the last six months have been the craziest months. And it's let me know that I'm getting closer to something because, you know, I was in a room with, you know, Cole for Martin and I was in a room with Little Rail. And then I've interviewed Dominique Perry. And like you say, people start thinking, oh, this, this, and I'm like, nah, bro, I'm still out here trying to get yeah. this bread like y'all. I'm still out here working. I'm still putting Absolutely. in money for studio time. But 
Absolutely. think, and and just from a personal perspective, I think the number one way also to become enriched in other ways is investing in yourself. Absolutely. So many people are scared to invest in themselves. Absolutely. Like not to be funny, people look at it and be like, hey man, you put out all these episodes. I'm like, I bought equipment to record at home. I also pay studio fees here. Sometimes I get lucky with somebody like yourself and other people where they like, hey, I'll cop the studio time for you. Let's get in there and let's, you know, let's make some magic. Let's tell people what it's about. When I do podcasting and the things that I sell to people, I've invested in myself. So when I tell people certain things, I can say it with some vigor like you do with the homes because you've been the home buyer. Mm-hmm. You know what the struggle is. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You've sold homes. So you know how tedious this process is mm-hmm. to where you can be empathetic. You've been broke before. Hmm. You've made money Multiple before. Times. You know what I'm saying? So you understand <laughs> right? how I don't want to be broke anymore. How do I get to this part? You know the boring part. You know the, the, the happy parts of like, oh, shit, this stock just went up 10 grand and I'm profiting from this. Yeah. I've also been on that end. I tell people when I worked at Fidelity, with investing and everything else, the two years I was there, I made a hundred, almost two hundred grand in two years. But I also, two years later, when the market crashed, got laid off, yeah. and I had to use all that money, even though I had things saved up. You don't realize how fast eighty thousand dollars go when you don't have yeah. no income. Yeah, every can of beans, every piece of fish, <laughs> every full tank of gas, it takes away from it when you have nothing absolutely. coming in. That's why they teach us and be like, hey. At least have something for a rainy day. Yeah, hey, you, hey, you hit it on the nail. I think that's the number one thing that people got to do. Like they just got to not be a, not be afraid to lose money, right? Because, be, because, yeah. because people go in saying, "I want to do this and not lose." Not, no, like there's there's no way to ever be sure. You know, no, like, it's not like ever. So you got to go in and you got to say, "All right, I'm gonna invest 20 percent of my income, mm-hmm. and I'm and and I'm gonna like lose, and I'm gonna like make some dumb decisions for mm-hmm. five to ten years." Yeah, but but through that comes learning you know what i'm saying yeah, like growth. and anybody can lose anything even for the idiots out here listening saying i just keep my money in my mattress you ever heard of a break-in fool <laughs> <laughs> you can still lose that money out of your mattress you right. know like if you're a gambler you still can lose money like life is a gamble period like yeah. we can have a good job today like i i literally have not made it back to that point of making the money i made at fidelity yeah i'm okay now still but it's like i'm not where i was so it's still a work in progress. And like you said, like both of you are saying, you got to be willing to take risk on yourself. You oh, got to be willing to lose. You I mean, I walked away from a job that I was very comfortable with. Like yeah. it was on autopilot. And mm. I actually like love that job because I, I could work from home. I got to travel a little bit. It was a really cool, like quirky yeah. marketing company. So it was it was right up my alley. Um, and honestly, I have to attribute me jumping to my husband. Yeah, He was just like, this is what you're supposed to do. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. Like he literally he said, said that? that to me. Oh, he oh. said that to me when I was giving birth with, with <laughs> one of my kids and uh, I wasn't pushing hard enough. And he was like, don't be a pussy. Let and, that limit come out his pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got that, no strength for that. But he did. He yeah. was like, just don't be a pussy and yeah. just do it. Like, you know, you're good at this. Just do it. And sometimes you just have to like have the balls and jump yeah. and just do it. And, and, and just know like, this is it. How important is a support system? Because I think both you're married. That's too, right? important. How, and that's going to say with what you guys are doing, winning and losing, how important is that support system to to push you to it's say everything. when I'm winning, they still with you. When I'm losing, they're still it's with everything. you. It's everything. It's everything. Like it, you have to have that. Yeah. So, so, same thing. My 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 wife met me and I didn't have any money. And then I started making money and I started to start start my own company and went back to not making money. And uh and it's and she's been supportive and not supportive at times. Yeah. Uh but but more supportive than most. And it's and when I'm winning like she's on my team, yeah. You know, and she's on my team now. That's I mean, it's it's, di- it's difficult because I know a lot of she's times she's on your I, team because you're winning. <laughs> well, and she's on my team when I wasn't yeah. winning. 
but she's really but, on the team. Now. But 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 I, I'm attri- I'm attributing me winning now because of her, right? Because yeah. at a low point, she picked me up. Yeah. And when she's on my side, like, I can't lose. And even financially, not even just, like, the mental and psychological support side. Like, I would not have been able to do everything that I was able to do and just, like, jump for my job um, if I didn't have the financial support and backing of my husband as well. If it wasn't for Artesia, I'd probably have about five listeners. Yeah. She do all, like, people, like, when we go places, like, she don't even care about the shine that I get. Yeah. But it's like people, when people come to me, they're like, hey, man, how did you get this person? How did I'm She like, did it. I didn't do it, bro. <laughs> and I and one thing I hate is the men who take all the accolades mm. like they've done everything. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, no, you didn't. Mm-mm. I didn't get no person has been on my show. I really, I mean, outside of like knowing people like you, but like any big name celebrity or C-list celebrity that's been on this show, I didn't do it. It was she her. Did it. And And I, I'm, I Going out of town, like all that traveling, I said on the podcast, I was like, it's been times where I didn't have the money to go to these places. But the good thing about her, she was like, I got you. Yeah. Now, the thing about me is I always pair back within like two weeks. Because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. some. It ain't an ego thing. It's just about if it ever goes it's, south, it's I don't bit, ever. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's like I don't want you to know that I, I don't want you to ever feel like I took you mm-hmm. or yeah. took you for granted. But it's like to still have that safe haven to be like, OK, I can go here because somebody believes in me that much and supports me that much. Oh, I can yeah. still go. And that and that propels you too. Of course. You know? Not even like just physically, but mentally to just know like I you can't have somebody. Fail. I can't fail. You, like I can't fail this person. Yeah, and and like my husband is my biggest cheerleader. Like, and he's just said from the very beginning, you know, like this is what you're supposed to do, and yeah. so that that helps to have that as well. Especially so. especially now, like no way I can be here. I got two. I got a two year old and a seven year old. I got a three year old oh, and true. a seven year old. My husband's yeah. feeding a McDonald's right now. I know he is. Yeah, my my baby's <laughs> my baby's in places y'all will never see. <laughs> like, no kids. <laughs> no kids. No kids. But I, I think um, I know for me, and I'll go for both of you guys, and I'll ask questions that I have. So right now, if I came to you, uh, Philip, and I was like, "Hey, wh- what what is the best advice you would give someone who's looking to invest but they don't know where to start?" Yep. So I I would literally say I would. This is what I literally do. Let's write out your expenses that are fixed so fixed expenses are things that you got to pay or something shuts off for defaults yeah and then let's write out like let's write out your discretionary expenses and then that'll show how much extra money you have to actually invest and then i'll say let's take out a little bit it's like like if you're gonna start working out don't go to the gym for two hours go for 20 minutes yeah right let's start somewhere and then i'll say open up a betterment account or wealth front i like them because all you got to do is plug in your goal and your age, and they will manage the portfolio for you. So it's super simple. And what where is, would someone go to, to open up one of those? Betterment.com, right? And betterment. Be- betterment.com, and you have wealthfront.com. You know, I got to give multiple ones. Yeah, gotcha. but I mean, but I've never, but, I didn't even never know that. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's something there. Stash is an app you can download where they'll also investor spare change. I was just saying, that's kind of like Acorn, right? Acorn, yeah. too. So, so all those are similar where it's super easy to set up. Um, and then I would just start. Because he, he, here's the thing, like once you start investing, even if you invest five dollars, I was just about to say that. Yeah, you're now an investor, right? And so you think differently. And then when you see the magazine about investments, you're like, "Well, damn, I got investments. I got to start educating, right? Because gotcha. you got money in the market, like you know." And so I would just say start, and then you'll learn along the way. And you know, and and, and I would say that portfolio, if you hold and leave it alone, like you won't lose money unless yeah. the whole world economy crashes. Um, but then. After you have that foundation, then you can start playing. Oh, I read about this stock. Let me yeah. invest. You know what I mean? And the pe- and I would say for people who don't know, like you said, and people may say, what's $20 a paycheck going to give me? Well, let's do the math. $20 times 
let's just say you break it down over four four payments, twenty dollars four times a month times twelve, like that's nine hundred and sixty dollars. So you could actually buy stocks. You could buy a lot of little penny stocks, like you say, like buying at twenty fifty dollars. But you can also jump into big market stocks at five hundred dollars, at a thousand dollars. And if you do that for one year. You can buy two good stocks at the beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. You do it again for another year. Now, I'm saying all this shit, and I have done none of this. Well, and there's also things called, like, ETFs, exchange-traded funds. They they trade on the stock market exchange. And so let's say you say, hey, uh, I want to get in the marijuana industry, right? There's an ETF that you can buy that will buy you a basket of marijuana stocks. For like five dollars, like, and that ain't going nowhere. You know, you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> or like, if there's a, there's an ETF for everything you yeah. want to invest in, and you don't have to have that much money, and you can get diversification. Because here's the other thing: like ninety eight percent of the money you're going to make in the market yeah. comes from which market you're in, not yeah. from which stock you're in. Yeah. Like, if you own tech last year, right, you did well. Not if you just own Amazon or Facebook, but gotcha. if you bought tech, yeah, like you did well. Right. You know, if you own Amazon, you did really well. You but did, yeah. it's, it's tough to pick. It's tough to know in advance what's going to be number one. Gotcha. You know, but you can get the majority of the term. From but those are tech. two websites that you would. Yeah. Betterment. Betterment and Wealthfront, Acorn, Stash. I just try to think about I think with investing and just I think all the time and I'm like, I want more money. But I always try to figure out how do I get to that point? And I know we've dropped all these gems. And I think it's about investing in not only in yourself and what you're doing and putting in and what you're saying, actually doing it. Like Dave Ramsey said, sometimes you might have to go beans and rice. Yeah. Like you literally going to have to like you may have to like right now I have Netflix. I, don't do Dave I got Ramsey. all of these. I don't do them. I used to. Ugh. And then, I yeah, he's he's like. Uh, I don't know the word for it. Well, I just I just feel like. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Ram- I, I, I've gotten some good things from Dave Ramsey, but the, the biggest thing that jumped out is like really going down to the bare minimum. I yeah. think a lot of us have a lot of yeah. things that aren't a necessity. Yeah, like oh, like yeah. I say, I have about three to four like Hulu, uh, Amazon, <laughs> Netflix type accounts, and I'm yeah. like, I ain't even watching all these right. shows. I right. just got it for convenience. Yeah. I, and then on top of that, I have cable along with stars, and and it's like, why do you need all this? And mm-hmm. we were watching it. I want, I'm telling you, whatever. I don't tell Kurt. Steal from your government because your government is stealing from you. <laughs> get you a five stick and get rid of all of this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I've been trying to tell myself that because I'm like, why do I have all no, of this? No, we we cut the cord like but you, almost two years ago. But y'all know what? So here, here's one thing where I'm probably well, I'm probably like Dave has one good idea, and it's the debt snowball, like, yeah. uh, and he's cutting your expenses. But but the reality for most people is like. I'm an, I'm offense versus defense. Yeah, you know, so I would prefer to tell somebody say, look, if you like your coffee and your and your and your staples, I'm not going to break you from that. It's yeah. too difficult. So why don't you just try to make an extra hundred bucks a week? You know, like in in the world we live in, it's stupidly easy to make an extra hundred yeah. bucks it a week. Is. And I'm it, not it eating is, no damn beans. It and really rice. is like, easy to make money right now. Yeah, like, I mean, you you go like bug all your friends. And but say, but you know, I think a, a big thing is a lot of people think salary. Instead of income. Income, yeah. And it took me leaving my job to understand that. And, and like I said, I'm never going back to corporate America because it's too many ways, too many ways to man. make money without working for somebody else and, yeah. and, and like slaving away. Like True. I literally found myself in my last job up at two o'clock in the morning. People calling me because uh, I, I worked um, where we did marketing yeah. materials for C stores. Yeah. So store managers and stuff would call me at like three o'clock in the morning talking about a little two by three sign that they didn't get in a box. Like, what in the? Are Fuck. you really calling yes. me? Yeah. 
asking me about this yeah. damn sign. And yeah. so it came a point where I was like, it's just not worth it. If I'm going to be up at two o'clock in the morning, it like, needs to be for something that you have a be, passion for. It's going to be for me. But it, you know, the crazy part too is like, it's getting to a point now with corporate America to where like they actually are watching people outside hustles to where they'll say, you can't do this and do that. Like oh, not really? to be funny, yeah, a, a lot of jobs. I had that at my last job. At this job I'm at now, like is that even legal? Yeah, can uh, they tell you you can't have a side they hustle? They don't tell you, but it's like they some jobs don't want it to get in the way of the main, yeah. the mm-hmm. quote unquote main job. Like even with me, when I first got this job as a project specialist, and then it turned into project management, and then it turned into auditing, they were kind of like, "Hey, we heard about you have a radio show," and I'm like, "Yeah." So then they started listening to it. So then they was like, okay, oh, it's they consist- were listening? Yeah, then it was like, it's consistent, and it's this. And it was like, do you, are you recording during the day when you're supposed to be working? And I'm like, I go to a studio, and then when <laughs> I record at home, it's on the weekends. But it's like they start trying to basically, without saying without saying, we don't really want you putting too much time into this yeah. to where it may take away from this. We want to own you, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, motherfucker, well, pay me more then. <laughs> because, and that's the thing I think that's hard about it is because we're all working. We're working so hard, but we're not getting but close to what our work But companies are going to have to start changing that because, yeah. let me tell you, the millennial, they got balls. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They'll like, walk up out there. They, I done seen people out. walk up out and just, like, we used to give two-week notices. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, I don't, I don't remember the last time somebody has given a two-week notice. <laughs> no, they just, they're out. They're like, yeah, I, I'm sick. And they, I literally had a guy, I went to go visit one of my properties and I was like, hey, what happened? Oh boy, I hadn't seen him while. He's like, he got sick and he just never came back. I was like, <laughs> damn, he put the ultimate <laughs> okie doke on y'all ass. Or, I mean, they'll just leave like, yeah, this isn't making this ain't me happy. Me. They just get up and walk it's out. It's not making me happy. Mm-hmm. And so companies are gonna really have to understand understand like work-life balance experiences um giving people freedom because i mean that that's what studies are showing you don't give them you gotta be here at eight you gotta leave at five you give them the freedom they'll work 10 hours for you you know it's crazy man because everybody and and i know philip may know a little bit about this but like the whole one and done in uh, college basketball you know we were talking about that the other day and somebody was talking about how i don't like that the media doesn't call a spade a spade and what i mean by that is the NCAA, they put that one-year rule to go to college and mm-hmm. play because I was like, people weren't calling it what it was. I was like, the reason these motherfuckers did that is because they were like, we can't keep making these black motherfuckers rich this <laughs> early in life. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We cannot keep giving 18-year-old boys $20 million. They can't keep taking care of their family. They can't become financially So what literate. is this one and done thing? You have to basically go to college for like one or two years before you can ah. enter into the NBA. And they weren't call- It was I forgot who it was who, who um, actually, it was a white guy who actually called it out. I think it was Max Kellerman on um, ESPN First Take. Mm. And he was like, let's be real. They just don't want to keep making like these this guy. many black millionaires. Mm-hmm. I do too. I like that but they guy. was like, they don't want to. You got to think about it. Right now, if you keep allowing us to get this kind of bread and the way Jay-Z and all these other guys are now wising up saying, let's educate these guys early. Yeah. Like what we're talking about. Like how do we get back to educating our people early enough to say, this is what you need to do. Okay, if you want to play sports, that's fine. But don't look at it from, I want to dribble and dunk and have all the fame. Look at it from, you can set your life up for generations. You can set your family up think, for generations when this for never everything. happened. For everything. I mean, that's for everything. Um, I mean, it's just so many ways that, that you can get out there yeah. and grind and make money and just be creative. Yeah. Um, just anything. And you don't have to work for other people. You, and you can work for yourself you and make money. Um, there's just no excuses. You're ex-con, so what? You know, start a start a detailing business. business. Or line business. Yeah, detail yeah. cars, mobile detailing, lawn business, laundry service. I got a homeboy getting out in five years. He better be thinking about that man. He got all the time in the world. You can do plan. anything. I don't think the NCAA is gonna last ten more years. I don't either. Just because, like, like imagine. I heard somebody say this, I know but, 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 about but imagine, imagine <laughs> this. Imagine LeBron, Diddy. You know, top NBA stars, top 
they basically say, hmm, I'm done playing. I'm going to go play my last few years in this other league. You know, Verizon, just go ahead and buy my stadium. Yeah. You know, buy, you know, put money for the stadiums. Yeah. Like, NBA is done. Yeah. If they, if this is the thing, they have to, I feel like in sports, black people have such an upper hand. Meaning, like, if we really start being like, hey, let's build our own stadiums. Let's, let's create our own. T- if you just, if we, if black, I, I would love to just see the power of all black athletes saying, fuck it for the first half of a season. You got the bread to do it. Ain't nobody coming to see these Negroes on the bench do this basic dribble and shoot. Mm-hmm. You own so much, and that's why I think it's important. Not to be funny, the whole shut up and dribble mm-hmm. situation where the Fox News anchor said that to LeBron. It's like you're saying things like that to try to show that you still have. To me, I feel like it's a power trip. False power. Yeah, it's yeah. false power mm-hmm. to still feel like you. Excuse my language, bitch. He makes more than you gonna ever make in mm-hmm. your life when he shoot one free throw. But but you done. But that goes back to what we said. He used his athleticism and that to skill build wealth. to build wealth, and he's fi- and, and to and build an empire. And he is empowering other young black people. Not even just black people. He's he's helping families. Yeah, minority families. He's because like one thing I like to say too. Because when it comes to race, a lot of people we just do this, and it's like. White people out here struggling too. Let's not yeah, get it yeah, twisted. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's out here struggling. You know, I'm married to an Asian. So yeah. Like, you can't be all. You can't know. Uh, I mean, fam. fam. That's where fam came fam. from. Like, yeah, that's why I said I almost <laughs> said I almost said uh, her maiden name. Cause I my, get, my maiden name is Johnson. Yeah. Okay. And so everyone, Chauncey Johnson. But yeah. no, I've been fam for almost 10 years. Damn, it's been that long? Yeah. I still ain't met this dude. No, I about to say, I still ain't met this nigga, He's but like I, I, white folks can be niggas and yeah, <laughs> anybody can Asian. be a nigga. He's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like, and and that's the thing. Like when it comes to like race and stuff like that, I'm like, we got to get off this shit because I really be thinking. I was telling somebody the other day, just look look at if we literally ru- live by the rule of treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. People ask me, what would you? Ch-? So every time I'm asked the question, what would you change in the world if you could? Like what what would you, what would be the thing that you would, would ask the one for? Thing? It's always get rid of racism. If you get rid of racism, there's really no poor people. Mm-hmm. Like we all gonna if we all took care of each other like family. You know what I'm saying? Like if we if as America, if we looked at it and said, you know what, I just want people to be doing well. Mm-hmm. We could all do that. We could be paying each other to pay the pay wage. Even as much as I hate the fucking police, pay these motherfuckers a hundred grand a year. They ain't they gonna be worried really about our shit. Yeah, they need a lot more money. <laughs> and some people be like, fuck the po-. I get it. I hate the motherfuckers too, but it's like a lot of shit that they do. <laughs> You know, it's because, like, even stealing drug money or, you know, seasonings. Because the, they need money. The incentive of seizing a home, if it's 200 grand in that house and I can make up, a, you know, grand. and fabricate a story to get in that home and get that money, I'm going to fabricate it to get in there and get yeah. that money. Well, I think, a lot of our issues come from that, though. That's right? what I'm well, saying. Teachers, teachers are walking out right now exactly. in Tulsa. I, I was going to say, yeah, you, you get what you pay for in, with teachers and cops. So if you don't pay much, you're going to get people who, like, are not. So, yeah, they don't and, care. And, and, yeah. and I think I think ninety percent of the cops are good, but you're gonna but you're gonna have the ten percent that can erode the whole system. Yeah, you know, and and get bigger and bigger. And for the people who always have something to say about teachers or police officers, join the goddamn force. Yeah, change it and change or it. go to school, go to law school. You know, become one of the legislators, the people who pass these laws. You know, do and that's one of the things where I say I think it's important not only with financial literacy and, and education, but it's like. School ain't just about, you know, mm-hmm. making money. It's about changing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, absolutely. if you go with a true intent to change, make change. I wouldn't have went to school for uh, marketing and whatever if I would have known that, you know, I could have did something bigger. But I honestly, I didn't you know. didn't know. Coming from where I come from, I didn't learn a lot of these things, so I went to college. And then I went late, so I was, well, I went early, but I went back late. And I was like, I don't have time to put in eight years to be a doctor. <laughs> 
coming out being 50. My hands will be shaking before I get my degree. So, I mean, but it's like, that's why I say it's so important to really just jump into it and tell people. So before we get out of here, did you have an aha moment while you were writing this book, Philip? Uh, yeah, actually, man, yeah. Yeah, my, my aha moment after writing it was, man, it, it, it really is. Chunks is quick on this camera. Ma- I got to get ma- on the team. Ma- making, making money really is about, like, faith, patience, and discipline. Like, because that's the, co- the essence of that book. You got to have faith in the future. Yeah. You got to have discipline, and you got to be patient. And that applies to everything. everything. Right, you know that's ninety percent of it. It is, I agree. So, uh, before we get out of here, where can they find you on social media, and where can they buy this book? Um, so, as Philip, uh, I got a page on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is probably the best place to start. As Philip, and then the book, um, www.philipwashingtonjr.com. So or- See, I love this, man. She just promoting your shit. That's what we got to do, yeah, man. I sure appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chauncey, give them a plug. Go ahead and hold your card up. Oh, everybody knows what all my stuff is. I even brand my nails, well, I y'all. Need you. My nails are gold because my branding <laughs> is black and gold. I live black and gold. So Family Realty Group, uh, you can go to familyrealtygroup.com. Like the website is currently um, under construction. And... Uh, but you can follow me on Instagram, estate underscore chick underscore real. Um, go to YouTube, my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, just Google in Chauncey Fam or the word realtoring. I took a noun yeah. and made it a verb. Hey. Realtoring, and it'll pull me up and uh, look at some videos, get some content and education. And before we get out of here, what like what does it feel like to be successful in the field that you guys are in? Because but the reason I asked that question is, and you can go first, Chauncey, ladies first, but what is it, like, how does it feel to be successful at doing what you do? This is your business. You've created I this. I don't even feel like I'm successful yet. This is the tip of the iceberg. It, it, no, it definitely I'm is. I'm not even successful but yet. You, but it's some kind of success because it's you're still inspired to do what you're doing. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So it's like to keep on going. How does it feel to do that? How does it feel when people are like, because I watch your videos and I know you, so it's like I'm just proud like a sister to be like, oh, damn, it's, it's dope to see her doing this. But I read comments and I'm like, this shit is dope because when other people start big up in you and singing your praises, you're doing something right. And then I haven't seen one negative statement yet. No, I mean, it feels good. I mean, the, the best part about it is I told myself when I, I, I started my own business, my biggest goal was I wanted to do two things. I saw people working out in the middle of the day. You yeah. know, when you're like driving around, you see people like jogging. Running, and I'm like, where and is the be like, fucking Where job? do they work? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the same So thing. I wanted to be one of those people. So I take walks in the middle of the day and I wanted to be a person that could take a nap randomly. Like, you we know what? To. I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to take a nap at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, I can't say that I do that. Just flip the yeah. bird. I kind of work on my own. I won't say so that. So that I'll feels good. You know, that but other than that, that I, you know, I, I stay humble <laughs> and I, I don't I don't soak up the rest. I'm still learning. I have a long way to go and I want to teach people and. I mean, it feels good to to be doing what I love to do, but yeah, I'm I'm growing. What it feel like for you, man? Yeah, I'm I'm just thankful to like do what I want, right? Yeah. You know, I I I have been blessed in my life to once I say I want to do something, to just jump and do it, and it's painful, but you know, I'm I'm just excited to be able to do that. So, uh-huh. you know, it's I, I would I would hate it if I would not have. Like started my own company a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And if I would not have wrote the book, you know, I just, you know, and and even though I wrote that, I'm on to the next thing, right? And I'm, that's what you got to do. Oh, what yeah. what Justin Martin say? Like, what is comfortable? Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't, you can't ever get comfortable because no. that's when shit starts to change. Yeah. Exactly. You don't yeah. ever want that. 
All right, man, be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, and Listen Notes and more. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you would like us to answer one of your questions from our perspectives, be sure to email us at info at The Reality Is to call and leave us a message at 469 469- Three five one nine six eight one, and we'll be sure to answer that question on an upcoming episode. Last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't give a shit if it's a bad review. <laughs> we just want to hear from you. And last but not least, man, always inhale courage to excel success. Or if you're feeling real cocky like you two should feel, ride your own dick sometime. You know oh what God. I'm saying? Like ride that thing. Oh, God. Ain't nothing wrong, with, ain't, ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with riding your own shit. Y'all out here doing this, man. So, all right, man, this is Anthony Roberts host of The Reality Is Where Future Becomes Extinct. We'll check out the A divine leader, shine brighter, bonita, mommy, me, the line sniffer, never poetic, rhyme writer, cheaper, ebony empress getter, celebrity apprentice, a devil show, big up to Africa, Mexico, Hennessy, margarita, venison eater, so dear, spread them here, don't be acting innocent either, don't me, relax me, it's only to the nasty, I'm just a phony assassin, a lot of niggas owe me, I'ma tax them, a lot of sisters hold me to something holy and Catholic, cause the rosary and gold Flashing, just an attachment and accessory to my dress code. Now everywhere, all I see is Pablo Esco. Last time I checked, I was still breathing. My neck was still freezing. Now everybody got an Escobar season. To every baby on the album cover existing. This trend I was setting, it came to fruition. I'm assisting to push the culture forward. To all my go supporters, go supporters like a local black-owned grocery store. Cause in the hood, shit ain't passed down through blood. It's a dub on that. We get government aid. Spend it at they stores, putting their kids through college. We need balance so we can lease and own deeds in our projects So I'm asking G's to go in their pockets The racial economic inequality, let's try to solve it My signature fade with a bevel blade That's a major key I told her she's smart and loyal, I like that That's a major key Start a label, run it, sign yourself That's a major key What Tony had on the table, it's like us We a major key Still underestimated Every mistake a lesson Mercury retrograde So if that planet's been backwards up in the heavens Maybe it's affecting backward niggas Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Sweating in bed, keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.